What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Life After High School, the number one podcast in Sudbury, where we dive into the lessons learned, the losses, and the lifestyles of the amazing guests by asking them the skill testing questions, critical thinking ones, and the ones that get the answers you need to help you be a bit better every single day. Thanks for tuning in. I love you guys and enjoy the show. It's the Life After High School podcast. Mickey, man, thank you uh, first and foremost, brother, for coming to the show. I'm, uh, I know you're busy, guys. So I'm very uh, fired up that I get to talk to you today, and uh, I know I'm sure we'll do this uh, again, where it's like a, a longer form with like uh, more of a you focus. But I want you to uh, kind of take us through today. Um, you're here to talk about an event um, that you've been a part of and that you've been going to for a few years now, called Five Cent City. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, describe uh, what the event is. Wow, it's, you know, I sat in pitches with Christian, yeah. and it's such a beautiful thing and so hard to explain at the same time. It's an amalgamation of basketball, art, hip-hop music, I think there's some rock music this year, Oh, nice. Um, and like, hope, like, you know, our community's suffering, right? It's, uh, yeah. I think all communities are suffering at this point, it's not a sub- just a Sudbury problem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, you know what, you have to go and check it out just to yeah. understand how amazing of an event it is. It's like, it's life altering, really. Yeah. yeah. So describe kind of your like introduction to the event. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> uh, I, I had, I had wanted to, you know, obviously like, you know, I'm in recovery and I, I, um, I do a lot of work in the community with that. And, um, KT had reached out to me, um, about getting interviewed for Five Cent City, and this is mm-hmm. the first time I met Christian. Yeah. And me and Christian just kind of hung out, and he had me spit some rhymes, and he interviewed me, and also fixed my back because my back was hurting. Come on. <laughs> yeah, behind the call suit, it was like weird or anybody watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, what what an amazing! I, I feel so blessed to yeah. be involved in something that's you know such a beautiful thing and giving people hope. So when was that? Like uh, that how many years ago? Or is that? I'm thinking it would have been the one right before the pandemic because this is the third one I participated in. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 2019, 2018. Yes. It's all yeah. going by so fast. Yeah. Wow. Geez. No kidding, eh? Mm. Man, how did you? Um, so with that kind of like, um, what role do you like believe that this event has like, and what it plays for the community as a whole? Cause you've gotten to seen it for a few years now. I think you've been at what, three of them you said? Yeah. Yeah. So of the five that's coming. So the four that have done, right. So mm-hmm. the majority of them, how have you been able to see like, what role has this event played for like, for the community? It gives people hope yeah. and it also gives them a place to get together and grieve, you know, whatever's gone on in the past year. You know, there's like a whole generation. It's like, it's like our generation, more specifically the generation below me. Yeah. Um, it's like they went off to war. You know, that's how many people we've lost. Wow. Take a, I'm sure because you've been there for all except one. Um, I'm sure you've seen a lot of different people come up to you or have talked with different people and stuff like that at the event even just people who, I don't know if this has happened to you there. Um, I know other people have come up to other uh, guests about in the past about 
at this event just mentioned like oh man like what you're doing is so cool whatever or maybe your story like touched them in a certain way or inspired them to do something mm. so i'm wondering if you've had a moment like that and how like how has that kind of affected you like has anybody come up and approach you about it or during like what are some uh, things that you've uh, heard through the event to you i i break my anonymity real hard about my recovery mm. so it's kind of like an almost every week occurrence, you know, I have yeah. people I'm helping getting sober or maybe taking through the steps. Um, specifically to the event, I've, I've gotten to introduce um, a couple of my friends from Southern Ontario to the event. Wow, nice. Yeah, we had Decisive at the last one. It was yeah. a Juno-nominated amazing artist. Oh, wow. And, you know, like I said, being in recovery, like sobriety is a, a whole different gig, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's it's a whole way of living. You really have to get outside of yourself. So I can I can see almost all sides of situations, though, even if they're horrific. You know. What I mean? Yeah. So this year has the theme of resilience, right? And it's kind of I like it as a way to like it encompasses the steps that each year has kind of been to where we are now. And I think what's very very cool about that is everybody who I, who I have had on so far and the people I have on specifically for this event series is um has demonstrated some form of resilience in their life and i know it's tough sometimes to think back of like how because there's almost a bit of like a ego involved where i have to look in back into my life and go what did i do what was difficult and what did i do to overcome that but i'd like you to find a way if you can share like an example how you've kind of demonstrated resilience in your life like something you've had that was very difficult and something you had to over like an adversity something that uh, you had to overcome yeah um i i struggled for years with substance abuse and i'd been in and out of treatment centers for geez almost a decade yeah. and going back and forth to treatment centers like i was a serial relapser which they say for most people is a part of their journey anyway. Mm -hmm. If you're lucky to get sober after so many times relapsing. And I remember the last one. Normally I would I was in this routine where I would like, you know, get sober, go to a treatment center. Yeah. And then I would come out and within six months I would always I would always slip, relapse, and get back into active addiction, yeah. right? Um, the last time, however, I remember I didn't go to a treatment center. I, I just, I went, you know, I was, can I swear? Yeah, sure episode. <laughs> I was, I was fucking up large. Um, yeah. I, I had planned like, you know, subconsciously planned the relapse. Basically I was yeah. going through some shit and I just checked it, checked into a detox for about five days. And I, I these are things I went to quick kicking and screaming before, you know, mm -hmm. like I'd always go on my, uh, like it would always be me like no one's ever forced me to go into uh, like a rehab facility or anything like that yeah. it was i always went on my own but i remember the guy asking me like i met up with a a friend of mine and i, I he asked me like do you need to go to detox and i said absolutely take me right now oh. and it was a very like big surrendering point in my life and i remember being there and i had so much shit going on for me that was so positive right i just released an album two albums mm -hmm. uh, i was working on my we started to work on a side project called Magic Show with uh, Max Moon, and we were getting gearing up to release that. And I remember coming out of um, coming out of that relapse, and I was just so fucking determined never, never to go back. And not it's not even determination; it's more yeah. 
is that I accepted the fact that I could, I can't have any mind altering substances, right? Or yeah. it's just going to lead to another thing. And then once I get to a certain point, I can't stop until I check myself in somewhere. Right. Yeah. And coming to the realization and accepting that I, I can't have anything. I really went hard on my art and, mm -hmm. you know, since 2019 battle going in and out of this, right. I'll be three years on August 10th. I'm not sure when this is airing, but oh, um, wow. yeah, thanks. That's like, yeah, congrats. Yeah, that's like Thursday. Yeah. It's Thursday. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it doesn't even seem real. Um, wow. but I, I'd gone like, you know, I took it. I just came, I wanted to come out swinging and I just fill my, fill my schedule with as many activities as possible. And smart. my art just, it, it took my art to another level. So you don't got to get wasted to make art people. <laughs> so what I think is cool that I, uh, I admire a lot about kind of what you've done, but the challenge of, I think I can imagine what's the vibe like, or what are the most, what are like a, a percentage of the venues that you would say are like, uh, that you perform in or like, um, bars and, uh, like clubs or halls that you, um, that like drugs and alcohol and stuff like that are very, very prevalent. In. All of them. Yeah. So <laughs> you're like 111%, yeah. but I think that is something that's even like, as the three years approaches, that's as impressive is having to, you're not just like, you've, you've kind of like focused all in on the art, but then it's not like you, oh, I'm going to move to a different country where they don't have it, or I'm going to move to a different place or disassociate from all, you didn't disassociate from no. like the environment uh, to which all that stuff would be very prevalent. It's like you had almost easier access or easy access the entire time. And it's just like, you just stayed on the course. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, it's accepting and surrendering yeah. that I, I cannot touch anything because it's going to lead to something like, you know, if I drink, I'm going to grab a bag of Coke. Yeah. Oh, like it's, <laughs> you know, the steps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I smoke weed, then I'll start justifying yeah. dropping acid and mushrooms on the, yeah. on the weekend. Next thing you know, it's going to lead to drinking. Just Next thing you know, it leads to Coke. I just play yeah. that tape all the way to the end every time. Right. Jeez. You know, to the, and I'll do it to the point where everybody hates me and I lose everything. Right. Yeah. That's, and you're just sick of doing kind of the cycle. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's no way to live. I'm like, I don't know what the percentage of exact percentage of people that recover. Um, it, but it's very low, man. Like not many people make it out. Most people, most people die. I remember being yeah. on the phone with my sponsor at the time and him saying like, I'm like, I'm like, I got to come clean with you. I, I relapsed and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm like, what do I do? He's like, well, we need to get you into detox immediately. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not fucking going to detox. Yeah. You know? The last time, however, I was like, just, you're like, yes, <laughs> take Surrender. me, man. Take me. I'm, I had enough. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And, uh, yeah, just as you know, I, I have a really good circle of people around me. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're at your lowest, I feel like you really find out who's in your corner, right? No matter yeah. what. And I have those people around me and, uh, they're big champions and my cheerleaders and my recovery. And then, you know, they see me go through it. Right. Yeah. Well, so what was that, uh, like realization? Like, cause that's, uh, that, like that fascinates me before I want to move, before we move on. I'm curious, what was that realization period? Like, like what was, what, what do you think was the thing that, uh, like was the difference maker of like, okay, this is like, this is it. Like this last straw, like, yeah, I'm going detox. Like now I'm surrendering to it. Like, what do you think that was? You might have mentioned it, but I'm really curious. It's, you know, how many, how many times can you do something to yourself until you finally learn your lesson, right? Yeah. Um, Fair. 
you know, I'm lucky. I'm lucky enough to survive, to have survived. Yeah. You know, because not many of my friends are here. You know, that I grew up with. Easy. Yeah. So, first of all, like I just yeah, I'm taken back because that's that's phenomenal, and just knowing too like that you're like performing and still, and you're like knocking on the door of three years. Yeah, it's right? work it's like to me, every, right? Yeah. You know, I think of it yeah. as a job. I go in, I do my thing. You know. Uh, Okay. I, I hang out by the merch booth. I'm it, it just if anything, it's elevated my my art career to like oh, yeah, whole nother level, right? It's allowed almost like your brain to kind of focus more on that than it is to like get diluted with other things. Exactly, and there's yeah. so many parts of of the music business that you know there's so many things to it, right? It's not just like oh, I made a song, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like okay, I got to book tours. I got to get the artwork ready. I got to get plan music videos. Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Who's going to do wow. that? Social media updates. Yeah, it's it's a full time job in itself, right? And I do everything yeah. myself. Well, wow. not myself. Shout out to Thomas Quinlan Hand Solo Records, but I do a lot of the stuff cool. myself. Like yeah. I book myself. Uh, I book my own tours. You know, I'm wow. in conceptualizing everything and. You know, I have my amazing producer that I work with, that's my brother, Fresh Kills, who will be at Five Cent City this nice. year. Nice. Right on. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, speaking of uh, the event and circling back to it, um, how has, and we touched on this a bit, but I'm curious if you can expand how the um, event itself has impacted you, if we focus just on the event. It could be things you've heard or stories that have been told, or it could be just people you've met that may be excluding the first event, or excluding, like, Christian. So. Excluding Christian, yeah. Well, like other people as well. I'm curious. I'm curious if anybody yeah, well, else they, there's like else a, to stand out to be to be like specific, like you know, like Jordan, uh, all the Kilgannons. Um, shout out to Mr. Kilgannon Senior, Mr. Kilgannon Senior Killer, yeah. uh, Al, Pat. Uh, we have, we have a group of of guys that. Um, Help, you know, I'm, how do I put it? Help each other believe in each other. I like that. You know, yeah, you know what I, like I mean? Because I, um, I think it's like a human characteristic to just be yeah. like, shit, no one believes in me. Oh, yeah. Even then, you know, like I can get 100 likes on a post on Instagram or Facebook and it's be like, enough. whatever. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, uh, and, and it's to have to yeah. have a group of people that, organize, that, that we organize this with to be so willing to help and um give you a give you an ear you know or you know give you advice check you yeah that's a big one a lot of friends and like people don't do that it's i almost find the importance of checking or keeping somebody accountable is when we don't keep our friends accountable it almost feels like we don't have a confidence or we don't trust that our friendship is good enough to maintain the confrontation that comes along with holding somebody accountable, right? Like, yeah. I can't call you up and be like, hey, man, like, what are we doing here? You know, like, we can figure out some way, like, some way better, like, hey, like, checking you, right? I don't think you can do that if you're, the friendship or the group isn't, the trust isn't there. For sure. Like, I, I know there's so many times in my life where I wish someone would have just pulled me aside and said, bro, get your fucking shit together. Yeah. You're a fucking mess. Yeah. Whether or not I would have listened at the time, is yeah, irrelevant different thing you know but now like you know i have friends i check on stuff like that i i like being i i'm glad i'm held accountable for the things i do and we, we it's just such a beautiful group of people 
that put this event together. Just some amazing humans. So the, some of the best people I've ever met in my life. So uh, who do you think um, this event kind of like targets? Like who do you think is the like best demographic of people that should show up? That's, it's it's an event really for everyone. Like yeah. I it, and you know if you've had someone that's in your family or, or you don't even if you haven't had someone in your family that's suffered a had suffered a tragedy or you know gone through mental health or addiction issues. Um, it'll probably happen. And you're going to be able to relate on some level, yeah. right? Either you're going to learn something or you're going to relate. That's true, yeah. You know? It'll humble people real quick if, they, if they've never gone through anything like that, right? Right. And show the yeah, other side true. of it, you know? People grieving people's losses and, mm -hmm. you know, people's stories of, like, the hardships that they went through, right? Yeah. It's intense. There's a lot of, like, uh, there's a lot of emotion. Shit gets uh, real, man. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, big yeah, time. And it stays like that, though, too. Like, there's so many, like crazy stories and it's just almost overwhelming the amount of examples of like you know moms who've lost children due to overdose like just little like stuff like that right mm -hmm. like man it's i remember because i didn't know what to expect right uh the first time i went not last year the year before i think not sure it was one of the covid ones mm -hmm. yeah so it was like uh and that was like i had zach on the show zach uh, told me about it I was like, oh, we'll see what happens. So I was like, yeah, we'll go, you know, support him. And then I was like, oh, this is crazy. And then, you know, meet Mikey there, whatever. And then go on and so forth. And now here is crazy to be like a part of it as the, like even the small role I have is just really, 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 like I'm grateful for one, but seeing how it's changed so many people and even just how I've connected with the people a part of it, it is from not knowing about this thing to mm -hmm. the role I have now is kind of like, it's really, really, it's crazy. It's impactful. It's really, cool. it's really impactful. Yeah. yeah. So with um with that, do you have um yeah, what are you most looking forward to? Like do you have like something you're most looking forward to coming up for this year or what? Like you've performed in the past, you've uh We're we're taking some performances to the next level this year. I got my whole squad coming in from Toronto, so we got Fresh Kills, oh, Decisive and Roshan, some of the best MCs in the country. Uh, and Kills is like MPC champion. He's one of the best in the world at playing the MPC live. So wow. everybody's in for a treat. And and there's lots of lo other local talent there as well. Johnny Business is going to be there. I think Mike Major and Joey King are going to be there. Storm Hogan, uh, Concept and Cora, and Dead Boy Crypt, I think, too. So nice. it's an action-packed uh, day and evening for sure. Have you... Um, so I think it was probably Dead Boy Crypt, I think? I remember, I remember the first year, or no, the second year I saw him perform because mm. he performed, uh, I think last year as well. So get this, he performed, and then the following year I, I told him, and I was, I went up to him after. I was like, dude, I saw you perform last year and this year, and like, different people, mm. like, congrats, because mm -hmm. you're doing something right. And then he was like, yo, like, thanks, man, whatever, right? And then I saw him. I was doing flooring at my buddy's house, mm -hmm. and he was doing the painting mm -hmm. right and i was like hey man like that was me like that was like cool i saw you at the event blah 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 like you had and i was like elaborated on like how i thought he did much better and he was just like dude i was sober first time i wasn't i don't even remember you coming out to me the first time the second time i do mm -hmm. i don't remember the first performance i remember the second i was like whoa man sobriety makes such a huge difference with art man like i like never would have thought like how it would have paired or how it would have like taken 
hold to somebody's mind that way. It's like we're programmed to think getting fucked up and making art yeah. is the way to go because, you know, so much uh, death is glorified in the music industry because yeah. they make fucking money off it, right? So 27 Club, bro, and all this yeah. shit, right? Like, these poor people are getting pimped out by the music industry until they freaking die. Jeez, hey? It's a horrible yeah. thing. <laughs> really, yeah. really. No, absolutely. The best art I've made is, uh, you know, like I get in rooms that there's no way in hell I would have got in if I was right now, if I was drinking or using. You wow. know? Like, yeah, fair. My ability to travel and tour, like, if I was hung over every morning, like, touring's grueling, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you drive, like, you know, six to eight hours to one place and then you check into the Airbnb. Hopefully, you have time to have a nap. Yeah. And then go to sound check, stay at the oh, venue yeah, till true. three in the morning. Get some food. Yeah. Go to go go to bed. Wake up. Do it all over again the next day. Yeah, you almost can't be hungover. Oh my god. Yeah, you can't. No, it's brutal. You have like five hours. I don't. Of I, don't I don't know how people would do it, man. Like, as. Yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah, that's just that two just back to back days. Like, man, I was did my my schedule or something like that this past weekend with like uh, going to my buddy's birthday in uh, Montreal, where it was wake up, or it was drive the six hours from Sudbury to Ottawa, and then. This isn't like, this is just my like idea of a comparable. And then I would, uh, we would stay up late, hanging out, drinking, whatever. And then the next day it's like, okay, well now we have to wake up and drive to Montreal. And then we have to do this and see people and do this. And we have almost like a rough itinerary and then it's cable. Now we have to do the same thing again and then drive back. And then it's just, it's the drive, wake up, sleep, go, go, go. Right. Yeah. It doesn't take like, you out. You know, sometimes I do that for six days in a row. Right. Yeah. And then come home and work at the mine on top of that. Yeah. After all of that. You don't just come home and take three days, four days, five. No, you're man. like, no. I had three days off this weekend. It. it was horrible, man. I was going yeah. fucking crazy. I guess so. I yeah. don't have nothing to do. Um, man. So what um, what does this uh, what does this final year look like for people? What can they be excited about? What can they, um, you know, what uh, I know what you're excited about and stuff like that. And I know what I'm excited for, but what, uh, what does it look like for people? What can they uh, be fired up to see this year? That might be different than the last year's more music. I'm, you know, Christian's got some crazy surprises in store. I'm not even aware everything that's going yeah. on yet. I kind of like it cause I want to be surprised too. Nice. But hopefully, uh, you know, we can have an epic last five cent city. Nice. Right. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not, hopefully it's going to be fucking, it's going to be sick. <laughs> it's going to be fucking epic for sure. <laughs> I don't want to let yeah. too too much go about my performance or anything like that, but yeah. Nice. I'm fired up. It's gonna be crazy. Sick. So uh, tell people uh, kind of where they can uh, where they can if they're interested in showing up to the event, where can they uh, see your stuff and your guys' stuff before they show up? Where can they see you? Where can uh, and then tell us about the event. Yeah. So um, you can find me, Mickey O'Brien, on any streaming platforms, YouTube. Um, I just dropped a new music video today. Nice, sir. Um, Decisive, uh, Derek Kristoff. You can find him on YouTube, everywhere. He's a legend. Uh, Roshan, uh, he's in a group called the Essex Boys. You can check that out. Fresh Kills, my dog. Find him on all social media. He just dropped in his first solo album, which is rare because he's probably on a thousand different records producing yeah. stuff. So he just dropped his first solo record this year called Disclaimer. And that's out on Herbnet, and uh, it's I you know I'm I can't if you have never been to this event, you have and have to make it to to this one because it's the final one, and we're going out in style for sure. Hell yeah, yeah, right on. 
So August uh, 25th, August 26th, I'm fired up to uh, fired up to see you there. Fired yeah. up to uh, yeah, see what got and uh, see you perform. So that'll be uh, that'll be sick. So thank you very much, man. Appreciate Yo, you. Thank you. Yo, stay right safe. On. God bless y'all. I love it. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's it.